Time now for Trash Talk. And today, Mary Tra- uh, Marcy Tenshlong speaks to Agnes M, Senior Digital Marketing Manager of fashion brand Save the Duck, about their recycled polyester down jackets and their other sustainable initiatives as a fashion brand. Hey, Trash Talk listeners, here's a quiz for you. If you found a fashion brand named Save the Duck, what do you think they'd be all about? If you guessed it's about reducing duck feathers and down products, I think you'd be right. But as Agnes Eng, Senior Digital Marketing Manager of the company, is here to tell us, there's actually more to creating this sustainable brand than just saving the duck. So welcome to the show, Agnes. Hello, thanks for having me. (laughs) Well, we'll talk about what more options your company has, but we better start with those little ducks. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. Why is it important that we care about, you know, duck and down feathers in, in our down products? Yeah, so before we talk about that, uh, first of all, we need to understand why duck or down feather is so popular. It's really about the lightness of the fabric that you can keep yourself very warm compared to wool jacket or cotton is unbeatable. So that's why so many years we've been using down or animal feather. So um, what's, uh, what's causing the focus of causing the attention of down jacket is really how the industry is obtaining the feather. So basically, uh, the, the industry at, at the factory, they will have like 5,000 to 10,000 of ducks in a very, very proud area to oh. keep as many as ducks, uh, in a very low budget. And then when the duck baby, when they grow to around eight weeks, it's really, really young. They will start pulling the feather from their body without any painkiller, obviously, because time and cost saving. So can you imagine the pain of every time, every pull of the feather? On top of that, when you pull the feather, they are damaged to the skin. They got disease, they got infected, they will die, and then they get sick. So the whole process is cruel, and it's a lot of pain, a lot of tears, and a lot of blood, and a lot of disease, actually. So normally, we always say when a normal duck grow healthily, they can grow until 15 to 16 years. But for ducks in the down industry, it's around eight months and then they will go go to heaven. So um, this is the very uh, important message sending to our founder. Our founder is an Italian. His name is Nicholas Baghi. He is a person that uh, has a very close to nature lifestyle. Mm-hmm. He likes to hike, he likes to surf and wakeboard, all the stuff he loves doing with uh, the nature. But then he find out in wintertime or in, in snowboarding or the extreme sport, why we have to wear something to protect ourselves from the extreme weather with harming the animals. Then that's the reason why this brand is started. And then, like you said, from time to time, uh, we develop a material that can replace down. It's uh, made from polyester, 
and nowadays we use recycled polyester. But back in the days when we start, we start with the normal polyester, and uh, we we have registered technology that can make the polyester look very similar as dung. So it, as animal feather, we can trap the air as good as animal feather. We have lab tests, we have other tests that prove our jacket is as warm or very similar as dung jacket. And also the lightness of the jacket is very similar. You can't even tell, but if you measure it with a scientific way, maybe you can tell. But when you wear it on the body, you feel it's the same. And so that's how the brand is started and why it's so important to save the dark. <laughs> that is a good story. Oh, those little duckies. Um, well, you also have a range of clothing as well, right? So you, mm. you have some that are made of plastic bottles. So yeah. I guess you're just expanding on this concept of, you know, using materials that are mm. either circular economy or certainly not animal product. So yeah. maybe you tell us about that. Yeah. So like I like I just mentioned, uh, apart from saving the, the ducks, we really want to protect the environment as well, because we want to really not using everything from scratch. So we collect bottles, uh, used PED bottles, like the water bottle you, you, you use every day uh, from Asia. And then we uh, we break them down and then reform it into uh, polyester. And then we formed our jacket. So we always tell our customer, like uh, a short down jacket that you're wearing that can protect you under like negative 10 degrees. It is made from 25 used bottle. So not just keep your, yourself warm, but you at least recycling 25 to 30 bottles. It, it make a lot of meanings, not just the purchasing, but the, the message to yourself and your lifestyle. So. And, and, also, and how, how yeah. does that go? I mean, do people say, "Ooh, I, hmm. I really don't want to wear, you know, old you plastic said. bottles, right? I mean, a lot, there's that big organic cotton movement and things like that, yeah. where, where you want natural against your skin. So is it a bit of a battle to push that one? Or Oh, well, it is to our, well, the brand is uh, like a global brand. So it is, there are some... Uh, discussion around different it's also funny to find out different country have different culture like mm. the australia they are very going after organic cotton and but like uh europe like german or even us they are okay they just need to understand how you make the product and for asia uh, they don't really concern whether it's recycled or not their concern is more about whether uh, synthetic material could be as warm as feather. So different concern. Yeah. And for Hong Kong, um, it's okay. They are, we are the, our customer is totally 100% accepting the, the recycled concept. But we need to educate them why recycled product is a little bit higher in price because <laughs> of the extra steps. So that's pretty much their concern in Hong Kong market. Ah, I love good Hong Kong purchasers, right? They care yeah. about the quality and the price down to the yeah. basics. That makes sense also. <laughs> yeah, but it's great to know that there's open-mindedness about it here. Mm. Um, you also do some biodegradable jackets, yes. but I don't understand how that works. Okay, so uh, biodegradable product, most of them uh, have some extra chemical 
let's call it chemical, <laughs> uh, during the production process. So this kind of chemical allow the, the product to be biodegradable under certain condition. So, so you kind of worry you might jacket biodegrade in my closet, right? But that won't happen. Uh, in order to uh, <laughs> in order to, to start the biodegrading process, your product need to be sealed in uh, a condition without oxygen and 100% without oxygen and in certain degree of humidity. Uh, humidity, sorry. So um, it means usually, for example, like in Hong Kong landfill, your product could be biodegraded. But in normal situation like, like Hong Kong or your corset or you sell it with your bag, put under your bag, no, that won't be biodegraded. And our jacket, our fabric, the, the fabric that we develop allow the, the product to be biodegradable by 94% uh, in five years. So wow. it will, yeah, it becomes- even, even in a Hong Kong landfill? Yes, yes. Well, uh, according to our understanding of how landfill works, uh, as long as the product is filled and uh, covered by a layer of muds, then allow our bacteria, the material that we added to the product works, start their en enzyme process. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a scientist, but yeah. But yes, Hong Kong landfill, that will work for our biodegradable jackets. Okay, because it's enzyme driven. It's, it's yes. that technology super interesting yeah. huh yeah. and yeah because i guess in the end a down jacket would be hard to recycle right it's not like you can or even a a, a fake down jacket it's difficult to plop that into the textile recycling right you uh, can well, reuse it but you can reuse it uh, you can actually recycle it but it's quite the process is very expensive i would say and mm -hmm. it involves a lot of uh not not environmental friendly standard to be honest mm -hmm. so a lot of recycled product is actually not environmental friendly because the during the process they release a lot of like bad chemicals or the process is wasting too much water so biodegradable is really the future yeah and i think yeah. the next step is to have the biodegradable product made from recycled products so it becomes circular whoa that's a nice one yeah, we do I have a recycle. We do have um, a circular line uh, during summer season that's made from a recycled material, and then it could be recyclable. But that's still not biodegradable, so it's a different concept. We are right. going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a tough one because it takes a lot of energy, right? Mm -hmm. Which means a lot of carbon to yeah. recycle uh, textiles in particular. Yes. So, Yes. Um, so the, the, um, that concept of recycle, you know, still buying a lot of clothes and recycling yeah. is probably not a great idea. So, yeah. So that's why our re recycle material we obtain from PED bottle, which is much lower in carbon, carbon footprint in our, in our measures. Yeah. Huh. Mm. And the other thing that I think is cool about your company is you're mm. a B corporation. Yes. Now, I don't know how many trash talk listeners know what a b corporation is but it is a super cool thing i think and yeah i thought maybe you could describe what it is and why your company decided to do it 
Sure. So B Corp is an organization uh, found in US. Uh, it's quite widely popular among sustainability uh, companies, among those who care about the earth. So it's basically, it's like a badge. If you have that B Corp on your brand, it means you're very sustainable because in order to be B Corp, uh, you have to pass through a very hard test. Um, that involve 231 questions, and then you have to prove all of your all of your answers. Um, it involves about like the um, uh, the production process, whether it's environmental friendly. Are you uh, releasing your water uh, correctly? Are you using too much uh, electricity? It's all the measure. How do you treat your laborers? Do they have enough resting time? Do they have enough uh, a fair pay or fair holidays? Uh, for example, like uh, even for us in Hong Kong, I need to uh, submit uh, the proof of how I go to work. If I go to work by driving, my carbon footprint is higher. If I go to work by MTR, my carbon carbon footprint is lower. So all of these, like how how much electricity bill that we have monthly on our shop and in our office, all of these we have to submit to Bcrop and get an overall rating to see whether our, in, in general, our corporation, also our product, also our marketing message, everything is rated. And then you have to reach the, the mark that they require you reach, and then you will be eligible, at least as a big crop. So it's, cool. actually, it's very, very difficult. Usually it takes three to four years for a company to be listed as big crop. Uh, we, Zedeta, uh, is the first Italian fashion company to obtain it. It really means something because fashion is always been said that we are the second biggest waste, you know, industry. So why why not us to do something for the earth? We also want to be part of the community because uh, there are so many regulations under BPOP. For example, we have joined the alliance to promise to make a promise. Uh, the company will reach carbon neutral by 2030, 2030. We already reached carbon neutral this year. We, we are a bit early. We are wow. Yes. That's really this early. Year. Yeah. But this is a good initiative, right? And uh, each year, each big crop company, they need to donate 1% of their turnover to organization or foundation that support the earth or support animal protection, etc. They have a lot of uh, initiative that we really want to join. Like the BCI is one of the very good initiative. You must have heard of it. So that's why we join and we want to be the lead in fashion industry. I, I love this idea a lot. Since I joined Save the Duck, I understand what is B-Crop. It amazed me a lot. And I start to shop those brands with B-Crop standard. Yeah, I like to do that too, actually. Yeah. It's, it's a great validation that the company is actually doing what they say they're doing yeah, uh, and not just marketing. So, yeah, there's a lot of uh, environmental production or sustainability brands that really just level the environmental production as marketing. I think you can tell it's not that hard to tell. But for those who really doing something to change the world, we really need to endorse them 
embrace them and for like to have an uh, chance here like today to tell people about it is just pretty amazing. Well, I'm really glad you did. And so we do have to wrap it up there. But Agnes, I thank you so much for your time, thank you. especially during Chinese New Year. And I know the kids yeah. are all home and I really appreciate that. And we wish you all the best of luck with Save the Duck. Yeah, thank you very much. You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK On The Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas. If you like what you hear, I also host the Sustainable Asia podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube for a more in-depth look at sustainability issues here in Asia. That's Marcy Trent Long talking to Agnes mm, from Save the Duck about sustainable fashion. Some amazing stuff there, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs>